0: Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment
2: worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from iHeart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun.
3: This
1: is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way.
2: Listen to Our Way on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Good morning. I'm Brian Curtis. And I'm Doug Krisner. Here are the stories we're following today. U.S. companies added the fewest number of jobs since the start of 2021 in September and pay growth slowed. ADP data showed private payrolls rose just 89,000 last month after climbing 180,000 in August. Bloomberg's Michael McKee tells us what this means for Friday's jobs number. Over the past year, ADP has overstated the private sector job creation seven out of the 12 months. So if that follows, then we will have an unusually weak payrolls report on Friday. But hard to square with what we saw from the ISM manufacturing numbers because ISM went positive and ADP says we lost 12,000 jobs. Not only did ADP say that jobs were lost in manufacturing, it also said 13,000 jobs were lost in trade and transportation, and another 32,000 were lost in professional and business services.
4: Let's get to the politics now. Some Republican leaders are throwing their names into the hat to become House Speaker. This is after Kevin McCarthy was ousted yesterday. Second ranking House Republican Steve Scalise is officially running, making him the leading contender. Hardline Republican Representative jim jordan also saying today he will run now the ouster of mccarthy is raising a lot of question about everything from aid to ukraine to averting a government shutdown in a little more than six weeks here's bloomberg's jonathan tamari
0: congress can't do anything or the house at least can't do anything uh until they elect a speaker so we're going to face some uncertain period of time here Where they're basically doing no work other than trying to find the leader. Uh, And then once they do elect a leader, the Republican conference has made clear they don't want to compromise with Democrats by just kicking out their own speaker. The next person who takes the job is going to face a lot of pressure not to compromise. And especially so soon after they assume the speakership, well, they really want their first big act as the leader to be a deal with Democrats after seeing the reaction from their own party just now.
4: That is Bloomberg's Jonathan Tamari. Now the House is aiming to vote on a new speaker October 11th, right?
1: Well, the trial of FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried moved into day two. And Bloomberg's Shanali Basak says the prosecution's case, no matter how strong, is far from a slam dunk.
0: Part of the defense, as we have learned today, includes this idea that a lot of what was happening between FTX and the lending of funds to Alameda was not only known, but known between company insiders as well as people who had lent money to the firm, as well as people who had known that the relationships in good times didn't mind that the two companies had this kind of a relationship. And then over time, it deteriorated as the crypto industry got very volatile and money was lost.
1: As Bloomberg's Shanali Basak, Bankman Freed faces up to 110 years in prison if he's convicted on all
4: counts. U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo is saying today the report of a chip breakthrough by China's Huawei is disturbing. Here's Bloomberg's David Inglis. Even stronger, Raimondo said it was incredibly disturbing. Huawei's reported new chip has set off a debate on whether the U.S. is effective in curbing China's technological advancement. That said, Raimondo maintains there is no evidence China can develop advanced chips at scale, but she is facing intense pressure from Republicans to tighten controls. Raimondo emphasized different tools are needed to enforce the U.S. regime. She pointed to the Restrict Act that would expand American authority to review and prevent certain transactions that pose a risk to national security. In Hong Kong, I'm David Inglis,
1: Bloomberg Radio. Barclays is dismissing roughly 50 of its senior dealmakers. We get the story from Bloomberg's Ann Cates.
3: The cuts are part of a plan to trim the headcount at Barclays across the corporate and investment bank, amounting to 3% of the workforce in the unit. Barclays and its rivals have been contending with a prolonged slump in dealmaking and capital markets activity. Barclays' investment banking fees dropped 15% in the second quarter. Goldman Sachs has been planning to begin its annual reduction of underperforming workers, and Citigroup has also laid off hundreds of employees. In Washington, Ann Kate's Bloomberg Radio. Well, Doug,
1: we had a little respite from the selling in both the bond and stock markets. Uh, in terms of the stock market, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of conviction there. Uh, one view is that the selling won't really abate until you get a meaningful sell off in the Magnificent Seven. Um, does that happen?
4: Well, we have to wait and see. That's a great question. And if you talk to the technicians, the guys that, and gals that watch the charts, they are saying that the S&P 500 needs to stay above its 200-day moving average, which is currently around 4,204. We have been able to do that. Uh, some serious pain, though, these technicians say could be in store for the market were that level to be violated.
1: It's fair to point out that actually, you know, there has been a sell off in stocks, uh, and it's actually greater than what it appears on the surface. It's fair to point out that the equal weight S&P 500 is down year to date. And that's with the Super 7 in there. If you actually strip them out, The equal weight would be down much more significantly. So it's becoming harder and harder to make the point that Bill Gross made today, which is that uh, stocks are overvalued. He also said that bond yields must fall significantly to justify current valuation. So this is playing out before our very eyes.
4: Keep your eye on uh, some of the big energy names in the Asia session after we had that pullback in uh, WTI crude here in New York today. We were down more than 5.5%. A lot of the government data pointing to extremely weak demand whether you're looking at uh, gasoline or other distillates and at the same time crude oil inventories are rising slightly at Cushing Oklahoma and as you know that's the delivery point for uh, WTI
1: yeah WTI what 8452 so a big drop today Uh, yeah you're right it'll be really interesting to see the impact on Asian markets looks mixed now but uh, may improve a little as the day wears on now it's time for global news President Biden is front and center today saying that Congress needs to get to work on Ukraine funding. Ed Baxter has global news from the 960 Newsroom in San Francisco, Ed.
2: Yeah, exactly right, Brian. While House Republicans pick a new speaker, President Biden is urging Congress in the interim to take up Ukraine. The majority of the American people still support Ukraine and the majority of the members of the Congress, both Democrat and Republican, support it. So I don't think we should let them gamesmanship getting the the way blocking it and senate minority leader mitch mcconnell agrees but asks for some guidance from the white house it's still a major priority i think the majority of the members of both bodies still support it Uh, we need some direction from the administration as to how they intend to go forward yeah mcconnell also says the house needs to get on the process of finding a new speaker and says a turmoil needs to be halted immediately to do that job For anyone, you have to get rid of the motion to vacate because it puts whoever the speaker is in uh, a hammerlock of dysfunction, so potential dysfunction. Yeah. So as we mentioned uh, so far, Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan have said they're interested in the speaker job. And it may be an easier process this time around, he said, hopefully, if you listen to Congressman Matt Gaetz on Bloomberg exclusively. Uh, I'm for both of them right
1: now. I'm eager to hear their plans and their vision. But if the House of Representatives goes from the stewardship of Kevin McCarthy to either the stewardship of Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise, that's going to come to the delight of many conservatives.
2: He says the overriding issue is gaining control of spending and moving it back to at least pre-COVID levels. China says it has warned a Philippine supply boat and two Coast Guard vessels to leave the sea near the Nansha Islands and follow the ships throughout. China claims the islands are sovereign. Day three of the Trump civil trial, and after lunch break, he wasn't in the courtroom. His departure comes after he was slapped with a gag order by the judge for posts and comments about the law clerk and about Attorney General Letitia. James, who responded today calling comments racist, among other things.
0: And I will not sit idly by and allow anyone to subvert the law. And lastly, I will not be bullied. And so Mr. Trump is no longer here. The Donald Trump show is over. This was nothing more than a political stunt.
2: Now, before leaving New York, Trump tried to explain how he got the loans. I borrow money on very under leverage. Borrowed money on a building or something, many different things. Or something. And Trump is complaining about the fact he doesn't have a jury trial. The fact is neither side ask for a jury, but were entitled to do so. Global News, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries in San Francisco. I'm Ed Baxter, and this is Bloomberg.
0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie is based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders
1: This is Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong alongside Rashad Salamat. And our guest is Margie Patel, Senior Portfolio Manager at Allspring Global Investments. Got to put this disclaimer in. It's a daily news show, so we have to talk about the day's events, Margie. I know you look longer term, but do you see the gains today as just a blip or something of a signal?
3: Well, I think it says it's really, really hard to keep this market down and get the big correction that a lot of people would like to see. Uh, just when it starts to fade, demand comes in and takes the market higher. And really, if you look at the uh, the, the estimates for the latest quarter, it looks like we're going to have growth around 3%. With unemployment, uh, well under 4%. It's really hard to build a case for a big correction or a recession anytime on the horizon.
2: Well, You know, the thing is, what we're seeing in the markets, I just want to get your take on, you know, what's been going on with the bond route and uh, what's been going on with equities as well. And I'm just asking you whether, you know, an an economy which has over 15 years suddenly become predicated on zero interest rates. uh, Now you've got uh, the uh, cost of capital going up and essentially what you've got is getting back to a typical rate structure. It doesn't sound like a terrible thing, but it's uh, really taking people, kicking, screaming, and they seem to be in denial.
3: Well, that's true, but actually, for the average person, they probably are benefiting because their risk-free assets that they had in a bank somewhere or in a money market fund were getting zero now they're getting five percent. So I think those people are very happy. And really, if you think about it, most companies and even individuals use those years of zero interest rates to lengthen out their their uh, their, their debt obligations to lower them over a long period of time. Uh, corporations issued debt at you know one or two percent for. 10 years, and so they are really Im- immune to the uh, rise we've had in rates, and same thing with a lot of consumers who extended the mortgages, fixed their mortgage rates while they were very low, so I think it's more where you really see the excesses are in the financial sector where we have um, a lot of money going into M&A, where you have a lot of speculatives, you have the crypto uh, disaster, you had the uh, SPACs come along, and uh, but all that hasn't really amounted to much. And so it's not going to damage the whole economy as you correct out of those low interest rate vehicles.
1: So, Margie, it sounds like you're reasonably positive. Uh, I'd imagine, uh, like many money managers, uh, you like the idea of being diversified. Uh, But people who listen to this show obviously are doing so because they're looking for an advantage. They're looking for some alpha. Are there some opportunities that really stand out for you?
3: Well, I think the opportunities are where they've been for the last few years is number one, the technology sector. Uh, yes, here and there you have names that are maybe very pricey for the growth rates, but there are plenty of names that will benefit from the high growth the sector is going to have and using more and more technology in all areas of the economy. And I think some areas of the uh, industrial sector where they're tied to incorporating technology in their products, you know, differentiated products, and they're benefiting from the uh, infrastructure build that we should have and some of the reshoring, uh, particularly, say, in building semiconductor factories here in the U.S., so I think there are some attractive areas. And, but those areas have been attractive all year. They've been good performers.
2: Um, how has your strategy really changed over the course of the year there, Margie?
3: Well, it hasn't, because I, I was always a little skeptical about last year, the Fed is raising rates, there's going to be a recession, we have to get really conservative. And I just couldn't see it, because unlike previous cycles, we don't have any sector of the economy, big sectors of the economy, that's way out of balance, way over leveraged, and about to hit a wall on liquidity and, and take the whole economy down into recession. Uh, think of the housing crisis, think of the Internet bubble, previous cycles we've had with energy being way overblown. And uh, so I thought it was better to be fully invested. And ironically, the so-called riskier sectors have done a lot better than the so-called conservative sectors.
1: Yeah, one of the things you said right at the outset uh, would would definitely be apparent if you think that uh, there's a lot of money on the sidelines. You can see that on a day like today, you can get a pop pretty quickly. Um, Do you think, though, that we might get some clearing in tech before, you know, you really get that encouragement for money to flood back in?
3: Well, you know, you always can have a correction for some reason. Uh, certainly we did last year, and that was a great uh, buying opportunity.
1: Well, uh, that was more than a correction last year. I mean, <laughs> you know, 27% down, that was uh, a little bit more than a correction.
3: <laughs> well, but yes, that's true. But what a great opportunity to lock in some very attractive uh, returns from investments. But I, I just I don't really see it because I don't see uh, anything that's big enough to really derail the whole sector. Growth may slow down. You may have one name or another name blow up because they can't live up to their growth rates. But the whole sector, I think, should still be the best performing part of the market and when you look at the so-called safe defensive sectors that you thought should have worked last year and this year uh utilities staples mm. even health care yep. they have been disasters
1: this is bloomberg daybreak asia your morning brief on the stories making news from hong kong to singapore and wall street
4: Look for us on your podcast feed every day on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. You can also listen live
1: each day on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco.
4: Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the
1: Bloomberg Business App, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Brian Curtis.
4: And I'm Doug Krisner. Join us again tomorrow for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
2: And I'm Skip Bronson.